Hey, what's going on, everyone? This is To Be Honest, I Feel You, the podcast. Folks, folks, welcome back. Welcome back, fam. Look, I am so, so honored that y'all are still rocking with the kid. I mean, if my tear ducts work, I, I would cry right now, but uh, they don't. So <laughs> this is all you get. No, but thank you so much for being here. I know it feels like ages ago since we last had an episode. Thinking back to my girl, Jasmine Sullivan, her song, Lost One. Ooh, I am still, still obsessed. Hopefully you are too with the song. I mean, and the episode too, let's be honest. Uh, but y'all, this song. And I know I say it every time I hype up every song we do, but this song, like, I feel like we need a moment of silence because, oof, like, if I had an anthem, this song would be it. Like, this would be my anthem. Ah, man, oh, man. Now, I don't know if y'all are familiar with Sam Fisher, um, but he's a singer from Australia, which already sets him apart from the rest of us. Um, the rest of us commoners. I feel like anyone from Australia is just automatically cooler than the rest of us. Fun fact, uh, we're actually the same age. Uh, but no, let me not, let me not compare lives because that's just an automatic L for me. I ain't got time for it. Um, actually, he actually went to the school that I wanted to study at and, and never got into. Anyway, uh, moving, (laughs) moving on. Sam has been releasing music since 2017, I believe. Uh, mostly a single here and there. Uh, I didn't find out about him until 2019 when he released his song entitled This City which went pretty mainstream is probably where you know him from if you do. Uh, but when I first heard this guy's voice, I was like, oh, yep. Now, what does that mean? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what that means. But, you know, when you hear someone sing for the first time, you just be like, oh, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> like, like I immediately subscribed to him as an artist, which now that I mention it, it's a great segue. You'll want to go ahead and subscribe to the show. <laughs> You want to subscribe to the show? You want to leave us a rating, which you didn't do last time, folks, because I'm looking at ain't no ratings. <laughs> Y'all don't mind me. I I am just tickled pink berry lemonade. Uh, but no, uh, follow the show on Instagram as well. Uh, you know, do all the things, folks. I appreciate you. I appreciate you. Now, we could spend some time here talking about how smooth that was. But for the sake of your time, I'm going to move on. Um, all jokes aside, I'm sure some of you might be new to Sam's music, but I'm telling you, my guy, Sam, my guy, Samothy, if he's not on your radar just yet, he will be soon. I'm trying to tell you. So about the song, right? The Usual is such a painfully honest song that puts Sam's innermost feelings on display for all of us to see and hear. And I, for one, could not be more grateful. Like this man's courage, his honesty, his transparency. I mean, because so much of this song is exactly how I know I felt before. And some of you have too, right? So this song is about that constant feeling like you're such a disappointment, like you're never good enough. You're never enough, period. Like those innermost feelings that tell you you'll never be in a happy relationship. No one will ever be able to handle your issues. You're too broken. You're too much. Those feelings. Those feelings many of us have felt probably this week, but we do so in the dark. We feel those feelings alone, but here Sam sheds light into those dark spaces to give a voice to us, those of us who probably don't know how to name what we're going through. And especially because after a while, you start to really think that maybe it is just me. Maybe, maybe I am too broken. Maybe I am too much. Now, while the song doesn't necessarily give us a remedy to that feeling, It shows us that while we may feel lonely, we're not necessarily alone. So anyway, that's enough rapping and capping. Let's get into it. So the usual begins by making us feel like we're already in the music video. It starts off with these words. 
saw this coming in the vision all of a sudden, on the sofa watching reruns of Friends. Wish my life was like on TV. Everything would be so easy, but it's not. Like, I can't think of more relatable lines. <laughs> like, here he is, where I'm sure most of us have been at some point, wondering why your life couldn't be like it is on TV. Like, why can't things just work out? Why can't we all just get the happily ever after we're hoping for? You know, he then goes on to paint the picture of what that TV life would look like. You and I would be together. You'd say leave and I'd say never. And the music would play out on repeat. So here we get a glimpse of the backstory, right? Sam seems to be referencing a failed relationship. One that if his life was like on TV, they'd still be together. But as we know, life doesn't always turn out the way we hope it would. And Sam confirms in the next few lines. But I saw this in a vision. I was warned but didn't listen. Now I find myself back at the start again. So I want to pause here and draw our attention to this theme that Sam is creating with these lyrics. He's dropping hints here and there that feel like he's going in circles, like there's this repetition going on. I mean, he starts off watching reruns. He's referencing music playing on repeat. And now we've ended the first verse feeling like after he's taken all these steps forward, he's right back at the start. Now, I don't want us to miss this because that's that's really the basis of the entire song. It's a cycle. It's a circle. Sam is clearly caught in a pattern of failed relationships, a pattern of good things never lasting going in circles until he ends back up at the start, which, if we remember, is him sitting alone, watching reruns, wishing his life was like on TV. Now, fam, if you don't already see why this song is everything to me, I'm telling you, you're in, you're in for quite the ride. Like, I legit get chills listening to this song because every aspect of the song is so vital to the overall story. Like, there's no wasted lines, there's no filler words, it's all crucial. Anyway, so now we arrive at the chorus, or some would say the pre-chorus, as the chorus kind of seems to be broken up into two different parts. Uh, but this is where we really start to see how truly hopeless Sam feels. Now remember, he's going in circles and always ending up by himself, and in the chorus, he clues us in as to what that process looks like for him. I can't believe I'm letting go. It's only for the best, you know. This is just the usual, the usual for me. Now, baby, don't feel bad at all. I know you take it personal. But this is just the usual, the usual for me. Now, we could sit and unpack this for quite a while, but what stands out to me is how final these words are. Like, he sounds numb, detached. And I think he is. I mean, he's going through an obviously painful breakup. I mean, we heard him say earlier, if he could have it his way, they'd still be together. But here, he's almost coaching his ex now through this breakup, like, yeah, it's fine, don't worry about it. Don't feel bad at all. I know you take it personal, but this is just the usual for me. It makes me question how many times he's gone through this. Now, remember, Sam told us his life is going in circles. But to be this numb, I can only imagine how much loss he's experienced. He goes on to say, now don't text me. Don't try. It's not worth it. I won't lie. There's better ways to waste your time tonight. I know it's not original. It's only for the best, you know. This is just the usual, the usual for me. So, yeah, so if you're not already depressed, then I I don't know. I don't know what to tell you. Like, he starts off the chorus saying, look, it's fine. I'm a disaster. This is what always happens, right? Don't worry about it. But here he goes a bit further and basically says, look, don't waste your time. Fighting for me would be a waste of your time. Like, there's better ways to spend your time than to waste it on me. 
And I'm emphasizing this because I, I don't want us to miss this. Like this feeling like he's a waste of time is one of the major points I want us to get from this song because I know some of us have felt that way before. Like some of us know exactly what it feels like to keep going through the same ups and downs and getting to a place where we conclude that we're just too broken and happiness just isn't in the cards for us. Relationships don't last for me. I'm always going to be abandoned or I'm always going to be cheated on or lied to or abused. Fill in the blank. Like, there's better ways to waste your time tonight for him. Ooh. But okay, let's let's sojourn on to the next part, shall we? Am I love drunk? In my head, I feel so messed up. Like I can't hold my liquor anymore. I hope I'm not hungover when I wake up and we're over. And I find myself back at the start again. So here we get a deeper look into how Sam is dealing with all of this. I mean, these lines here can be interpreted in a few different ways. So he could be admitting to actually being drunk, trying to drown out his sorrows in liquor. But I think he's relating how messed up he feels over all of this with how it feels to be hungover. To feel so out of it. Maybe physically sick to his stomach. Feeling out of sorts. So if you were with us for episode two, you know, we spoke about how breakups have a real effect on the mind and body. So this is no surprise to us. But again, it's still heartbreaking. And of course, we end this verse with the all familiar theme, another breakup, another loss. And Sam is right back at, at square one. We then go back into the chorus. But again, as I mentioned, every aspect of this song is intentional. So this time around, you can hear and feel he's a bit more frustrated. You can hear a bit more rasp in his voice, a bit more shakiness in his tone. You could sense a bit more devastation. I can't believe I'm letting go. It's only for the best, you know. This is just the usual, the usual for me. Now, baby, don't feel bad at all. I know you take it personal, but this is just the usual, the usual for me. Now, don't text me. Don't try. It's not worth it. I won't lie. There's better ways to waste your time tonight. I know it's not original. It's only for the best, you know. This is just the usual, the usual for me. So after the second time around through the chorus, I don't know about y'all, but I'm already emotionally drained. Like I'm already ready to throw in the towel. I'm tired. And that's exactly the image Sam is trying to paint here. The exhaustion of going through these motions over and over and losing bits and pieces of yourself along the way. Now, Sam goes on to break our hearts even further and admits that, yeah, I've been going around in circles for quite a while, but this time, this time felt different. For the sake of emphasis, I'm going to read these lines through until the end of the song because I want to really drive home this point that after cycles of heartbreak, this time Sam was hopeful. For once in his life, the future looked bright. For once, Sam had a real shot at that TV life he dreamed of. This was his shot at happily ever after. And yet he leaves us with these lines. And I said to myself a couple months ago that this time would be different. But man, I should have known that I would mess this up the best I've ever had. And just when I got used to thinking this time it would last, I can't believe I'm letting go. It's only for the best, you know. This is just the usual, the usual for me. Now, baby, don't feel bad at all. I know you take it personal. But this is just the usual, the usual for me. Now, don't text me. Don't try. It's not worth it. I won't lie. 
There's better ways to waste your time tonight. I know it's not original. It's only for the best, you know. This is just the usual. The usual for me. All right, so to be honest, this last stretch of the song honestly left me in tears. So I guess my tear ducts do work after all, but man, this hit heavy. And what's difficult about this song and and what seems to be a theme so far this season is yet again, you don't quite know who's quote-unquote at fault. And fault probably isn't the right word, but we'll use it for lack of a better one. You know, it might be easier to assume that in this scenario, Sam's the the victim. You know, when I first heard the song, I immediately felt bad, like, oh, poor Sam. And I still do feel that way. But I immediately concluded that maybe Sam had some issues, right? And And whoever he was with, as far as a relationship, just didn't have what it takes to deal with it. Like, they didn't want to put the work in. They they didn't cut it. You know, and maybe that plays a part in this whole thing. But on this show, I always want to challenge us to go beyond what seems obvious on the surface and look for more. Because, of course, we tend to see and experience life in ways that fit our own way of thinking. You know, the way we see and interpret life tends to validate how we already feel. But in doing so, we're limiting our own growth because we don't challenge our own thoughts and our feelings. So that being said, I think this song in particular presents us with a really complicated scenario. Because, I mean, here we have Sam who is stuck in this cycle of loss and rejection. But what we don't know is why. And unless he gave some in-depth interview that I I have yet to find, I think not knowing the details as to why leaves us with the responsibility to go beyond what seems obvious on the surface and to look deeper. So I'll do my best to guide us through this responsibly, but I I just want to be honest, this is complicated. As are most of our relationships, so stay with me, right? For me at least, it's easy to feel sorry for Sam. He's clearly hurt, he's upset, going through this cycle of rejection and he can't seem to break free, no matter how hard he tries. So much so that he's clearly numb. I mean, he's been left so many times in his life that he probably has nothing left to give. And maybe some of us know how that feels. To give and give, and somehow that's still not enough. Somehow you still end up with the short end of the stick, and and oftentimes we're left questioning why. Like, why is life so hard for me? Why is it so difficult to love me? Why does no one choose me? Why do they always leave me? What's wrong with me and if you're human with a heart hearing that probably makes you sad and again it would be easy to hear this song and feel like oh poor sam and i think that feeling is valid and appropriate but for the sake of discussion what if there's another angle to all of this what's going on with sam that these relationships always fail is it possible that maybe sam is the cause for some of this hardship Why are relationships so hard for Sam? Why do people leave Sam? What is going on inside of Sam? And again, this is super complicated because none of us want to feel like we're too much. It's never nice to feel like it's such hard work to love someone like me. And furthermore, a lot of the rejection we've experienced is not our fault. And so I completely agree it is horrible to be made to feel like you're just impossible to love. I think no one deserves to feel that way. But I want us to be careful 
not to just assume that everyone who leaves Sam is just a horrible person. Now, I can't speak for Sam, so please don't take this as like a factual breakdown of his particular life story. But I want to present a possible scenario for your consideration. Now, what if, like many of us, Sam was first introduced to rejection by someone who was supposed to love him unconditionally, but didn't? Maybe a parent that left him? Or a parent that was there physically but emotionally absent? Maybe a sibling who pushed him away after a, a tough time? Or, or maybe a friend who felt like they outgrew their friendship and just left Sam alone and rejected? Hence, the cycle begins. And then what if someone else he loved did the same thing? What if they too were supposed to be there for him but decided to leave? What if they too didn't choose Sam? And hence, the cycle continues, but this time, it, it feels all too familiar. And then what if someone else did the same thing? Maybe this time it caught Sam really off guard. Maybe it was someone who knew about the others who had left him, but this person vowed to never do the same. Maybe this person spent time and energy earning Sam's trust again, only to turn around and do the same exact thing. They too left him. They too didn't choose Sam. And hence, the cycle continues. But maybe this time Sam is tired of playing the fool. So then someone else enters Sam's life. Someone he's grown to love and care about. Maybe this time they are going to stick around. Maybe this time they are actively choosing Sam. But remember... The last few times, Sam was caught off guard. Sam thought he could trust those loved ones to stick around and they didn't. So maybe Sam's tired. Maybe he's sick and tired of being caught off guard and decides to make the first move. Maybe instead of Sam waiting to see if they choose him, he pushes them away. And yeah, it's probably all unintentional and subconscious. But maybe he starts to treat them like they're going to leave anyway. Maybe Sam tests them and, and pushes them until, as expected, they leave too. And hence, the cycle continues and continues and continues. Now, I'm hoping you see a trend because that's really what the song is about. It's about a cycle that seems so impossible to break. And I, for one, believe that we'll never be able to break the cycle until we address the root of what got us here. Someone hurt you. Someone you trusted left you. Someone you wanted to do life with decided to do life without you. Someone or something convinced you that you were too broken to be loved. Something convinced you that good things just don't happen to you. You don't get a happily ever after. But I want you to know that they're wrong. As much as I fully understand why you believed in them, they're wrong. You are not too broken. You are not too scarred. You don't have too many issues. You're not unlovable. You're not impossible. I mean, to be honest, we're all a lot. We all have issues and broken things in our lives that need serious repair. But to believe that your issues are worse than anyone else's, it's just not true. And sure, maybe not just anyone can walk into your life and, and, and properly handle all of your problems. 
But to believe that there is no one out there who can learn to deal with your downs as much as they enjoy your ups, it's a lie. And I want you to know that while your feelings are valid, they're not always true. Now, I've been exactly where Sam was in this song and where you might be right now. I know what it's like to feel too broken to be loved. To feel like no one is ever going to understand me. No one is ever going to choose me, at least not for long. So much so that right now, being married and surrounded by loving relationships, I still have to fight those voices in my head that convince me that this is all temporary. I still battle that feeling that at some point, anyone and everyone I love is eventually going to leave. So I wish I had the words to convince you that those you love will never abandon you, but I I can't say that. Unfortunately, people do fail you. They might leave. They might abandon you. And while you don't deserve it, it happens. And I don't have an explanation. I don't have an answer. I can't give you a how-to to to avoid this situation. But for me, my solace is in knowing that there's at least one person who I never have to question. Years ago, I was introduced to a savior who, while I was too broken to love, too scarred, too angry to be around, too messed up, he loved me. So much so that he gave his life for me. For me. Now, maybe you're familiar with the story of Jesus and maybe you're not. And y'all know I always encourage therapy, counseling, all of that. But I would be remiss not to mention the one person who restored my faith and love altogether. I mean, true, unconditional love. The I don't have to look over my shoulder love. The I can be broken and you still love me love. The I can make a mistake and you won't leave love. That love. I mean, there is no greater resource. There is no greater remedy. He is who I hold on to when my trauma tells me I don't deserve love. He is who I cling to when my insecurity tells me to trust no one. He is who I hold on to when people prove to be just as horrible as I imagined. He is my only sure thing. He's promised to never leave or abandon me, and I believe him. Why? Because as much as life has proven to me that I can't trust people, he has even more so proven to me that I can trust him. And I want that for you too. Now, I don't know your history with church or quote-unquote religion. I would guess you might have a sour taste in your mouth with all of it. But I want to make one request if you'll let me. Please, please don't discredit or dismiss Jesus because we as faulty human beings have failed to represent him in the best way. He loves you. He always has and he always will. And while people all around you may fail you, he too can be your sure thing. And if you're open to it, I would love to tell you more about him. Fam, I love y'all. I'm rooting for y'all. And if anything in today's episode sparked your interest, please DM me at TBH. I feel you on the gram. I would love nothing more, nothing more than to share how this man named Jesus completely changed my life. Like for real, for real. Thank you again for being here. If you enjoyed the episode, you know what to do. Share, subscribe, rate, follow, tell your cousins, tell your grandma, tell everybody. 
I look forward to connecting with all of you. This is To Be Honest, I Feel You.